Good news, everyone. The producers caved. Yay! But it's not over yet. Boo. On September 24th, the WGA announced that they and the AMPTP have an agreement in principle for a new three-year contract, and they're ready to draft the agreement for ratification by the Guild membership. Which is great, and we want to send a big congratulations out to the WGA, their negotiating committee, and all the Guild members, because not only is a fair deal hopefully right around the corner, but you've proven yet again that strikes fucking work. Fucking. A. Strikes are disruptive, of course, but they're supposed to be. When business as usual ain't cutting it anymore, workers have no choice but to unite, organize, stand up for what's fair, and strike. Everything that you like about your job, the pay, the bennies, the sick time, the vacation, the holidays, all of that is thanks to a union. And if you don't have that shit, or if you have it but it's not enough, that's thanks to a boss. And that's no hyperbole. We've said it before and we'll say it again. Unions are your friend. They benefit workers and they protect labor from exploitation by the bosses. That's right. If unions didn't benefit labor, corporations wouldn't spend so much time and money lobbying to make them illegal. If something scares the bosses, it's good for the workers. All workers. Plumbers. Electricians. Teachers. Truck drivers. Animators. Auto workers. Directors. Baristas. Forklift operators. Writers. Hotel employees. Strippers. Fuck Fuck yeah. yeah. And actors. SAG-AFTRA is still striking for a fair deal because the producers haven't come back to the negotiating table. So, Hollywood's historic labor movement marches on. So, as always, if you can, toss some scratch to entertainmentcommunity.org. Hollywood isn't back in production yet, but it will be soon because labor is fucking winning. And labor will always win, as long as we stand arm in arm, picket signs in hand, in solidarity. You can cut down our shade, you can bust up our sidewalks, but you'll never break our spirit. Labor's rallying cry will ring out, they have the plant, but we have the power. (laughs) I don't remember that one from the Communist Manifesto. It's from The Simpsons. I know. Hey, Adam, Lisa needs braces. Dental plan right there, (laughs) thanks to a labor union. By the way, what clown said that eyes and teeth aren't just covered by your medical insurance? Why are those separate plans? You know what? It never made... Okay, here's the... So it's probably part due to the pharmaceutical lobbies, right? I bet you they're thinking, oh, we got eye doctors. Why don't we have eye insurance? We got teeth doctors. Why not have teeth insurance? You know, I'm... Hey, folks. In this episode, we will be talking about a character who is dealing with suicidal ideation. This is a comedy podcast, and we may be making light of the situation. Comedy can be a way to deal with dark thoughts, but if you or someone you know is feeling up against it, please don't hesitate to reach out to someone. Call 988 here in the States, or go to findahelpline.com. Needing help is not a sign of weakness, and we here at Lost on Lost want you to stick around. The world is a bigger place and a better place with you in it, and we love you. Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're We're lost lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. Hey, I'm J.P. Russell and I'm joined as always by a man who's always got 39 books, Adam (laughs) Busher. In that situation, absolutely. I would have 39, I'd find $39. Uh, Adam. Yeah. Do you have like a pen and paper near you? I just, I just need you to write down something. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, for the purposes of the joke, you have yeah, a pen and paper. I absolutely Write do. this down. Area code 888-452-7381. I just need you to have that phone number just on, on hand. Um, okay. That's, uh, that's the phone number uh, for Los Angeles County Animal Control. In case you've got any mad dogs around. Oh, my God. Today we're talking about Genesis. Genesis is the pilot episode of Heroes. Our eccentric characters are various. Genesis takes place uh, probably a day or two before the death of Charles DeVoe. Adam. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a recap? Uh, of sorts. I'm, again, experimenting with my recap format. Let's hear it. Uh, the experiment for this one is I didn't write one. Um, <laughs> a bunch of people we don't ever get introduced to do some things in various places, and the time in which it takes, we are also unaware of, and that is the genesis of the story heroes. Wow. You know what? That's pretty good, all things considered. I uh, Honestly, thinking about it, thinking back on it, when I realized that I'd forgotten to write a recap, what I did just yeah. then, it, that w- is as good or better than anything I could have written. Yeah. But yeah, we have a guest. <laughs> We've got a guest! Who could it be? Welcome back to the show, Lost on Lost Faithful, Mad Dog Mark Dunce. Mad Dog. Woo-woo. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, Mark, you were with us for uh, Dave. for Dave episode zero, uh, episode oh, forty six of Lost mm-hmm. Unlost, where we talked about imaginary friends. Uh, so there's a parallel here between Heroes, which we watched, and Dave, which we watched back then. Um, really? In that, uh, sometimes a very average man like Tim Kring can have a rich and, and broad inner fantasy life, which he put to paper <laughs> in creating the show heroes did he that was great (laughs) (laughs) or did he like take a bunch of ambient and write it on a cocktail napkin (laughs) and then pee on it uh great question mark um (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, refresh the audience as to how much you love television so much specifically tell us about the difference in your enjoyment between uh, the era of television which heroes comes from and the era of television we are now in what some might du- uh, dub uh, prestige television, the prestige yeah. television area. Yes, it's definitely gotten a lot better. But you know, we didn't we didn't really know that it could be better at the time. At the time, Heroes was fantastic and really groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. really edgy. Yeah, Heroes, Justified, all kinds of shows like yeah. that. Just like super like. TV. Let's talk about here. Let's let's just fucking let's get it over with. Let's talk about here. Yeah, let's let's do this. Um, Genesis originally aired on September twenty fifth, two thousand six. It was written by Tim Kring and directed by David Semel. Is that how you say that? Semel 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 Smith Semel. We're gonna go with Semel. Tim Kring was the executive producer on a short called Confessions. Hey Tim, here's a confession. I once shit my pants during a theatrical showing of Lockdown in twenty twelve. Not the first time I've referenced that on this podcast. and David Smell was the executive producer of the show Pure Genius, which coincidentally was the other name for this podcast. Um, we start off on like a Carl Sagan Saturday morning special. The opening well, crawl. We get a title card. I yeah. suppose we get the title card. I was furious that I had one. Ten seconds into this. <laughs> Just because that existed? The opening crawl, I don't know why, what it did to me. It was kind of fast, actually. And it was a little quick. Part of me was just like, T- whatever you're communicating to me right now in this opening crawl, why aren't you t- telling me this in the show? You know, cla- just show, don't tell. I was like, you're just telling me 
something, and it did not have the impact that you wanted it to have because you're just against them in general. No, I'm not. Because oh. sometimes they set a tone. This didn't yeah. feel oh, like it was setting a tone. This felt like this was like here's some information that we were not going to bother to put in the episode. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. Listen, Always Sunny has a title card at the beginning of every episode, and it's fucking awesome. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> they use their title cards as part of as, the joke as a punchline. Yeah. yeah, this not so much. There's something about the the animation of the crawl, and there, there's a bunch of like there's a there's a lens flare at one point, and there's some motion tracking <laughs> at some point. They all look shockingly similar. To like 2006 After Effects, like pre-made plugins, like sure. yeah. somebody didn't actually animate them. They're just like, oh, this shit's just built into After Effects. Fucking render that shit out. Um, I can't prove that because I don't still have the my 2006 version of <laughs> Apple Motion or After Effects, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure these are built in. Not as much of a coincidence as you think. Yeah. So there's this infuriating opening crawl, um, and then we see uh, the dad from This Is Us on the building. Is yeah. that who that actually is? Yeah, My- Milo Ventimiglia. I never watched This Is Us. Yeah. Um, in the however many years between shows, does his acting get any better? <laughs> it is. It is rough in this show. Hey, you know what? We got some time. I'm gonna see if he was ever nominated for an Emmy or anything for This Is Us. Um, I watched the first four episodes of This Is Us. Um, it uh, it made me cry every time, but not in like a good way. I literally I felt like I was being emotionally manipulated. I was like, "You're tricking you were. me. You're That's tricking me into cr- being cr- into crying." Yes, and I don't wa- enjoy this at all anymore. So if you're gonna keep doing this to me every episode, I'm not watching you anymore. And mm. I, I stopped. Yeah, three episodes in. I do want to say just blanket statement. Pilots have got to be tough. Yes. Yeah. Let, yeah. yeah. We we should put that out. We should put that out there right now. Pi- pilots are hard. <laughs> right. Mo- yeah. Most pilots that get made, most people never even see them. True. Like, right. you know, back when they used to actually have a pilot season, the network, they'd make anywhere between, you know, 15 and 20 pilots, one hours, half hours, multicams, and they'd pick up five of them. Right. Eight, depending on, you know. Like, they can often have a very different feel to what the actual show yeah. is going to feel like. The yeah. pilot of Columbo is nothing like Columbo. <laughs> it, yeah. The pilot of Columbo is a stage play that was shot. Yeah. And yeah, they'll, they'll be like, we like this as an idea, but we have notes. And yeah, then yeah. Th- like, yeah, compare the first episode of Seinfeld to the rest of the first season of Seinfeld to right. the rest of Seinfeld. The pilot of Sopranos is so much different than the rest of the show. So yeah, pilots are hard when we, and we and we all acknowledge that. But... <laughs> Man, the acting in this one. I mean, granted, the actors have some of the worst written dialogue I've ever heard outside of student films to work with, but they're not doing themselves any favors. So blanket statement, really bad dialogue, really bad acting. I liked some of the performances. Well, you call them out because... <laughs> I want to know because yeah, they're, they're hard to pick out. <laughs> it, yeah, it looks like Milo got nominated a couple of times. Don't for, say these things to me for acting for This Is Us, but I don't. I, I'm not seeing if he won or not. Let's assume he got better. Anyway, uh, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Um, oh, uh, he's on he, the building and he jumps off, or maybe doesn't. Yeah, and then it cuts to that same dude. He's a nurse and he's tending to uh, comatose Richard Roundtree. <laughs> not not to make this podcast even more about me. Um, <laughs> I did hospice with my dad at home and you know the only thing it was missing was one of the nurses hitting on me (laughs) while my father was dying before my fucking unblinking eyes what is this fucking scene like like 10 seconds after saying another week at most he's about gone your your dad's gonna die very soon very soon but are are you doing anything after or (laughs) hey babe i'm finna smash these guts what are you up to later (laughs) I have a 
boyfriend. <laughs> which, oh, is, right. which is what she says. She has a boyfriend. So he's about to yeah. pass, but would you pass on a night with me? <laughs> oh, Mark! He did it! <laughs> uh, yeah, she's got a boyfriend. Um, and then they, the, something else happened. I have like five pages of notes, and I literally just wrote a sentence for, all e- for each set scene that happened. So like, there are so yeah. many cuts. A lot of these things are really quick. Like, the next thing we go to is... Guy teaching. A guy yeah. teaching, yeah. Who we don't find out his name till way later. We don't find out any of these fucking people's names till... They had a big... The writers must have been like, listen, when you introduce a character, everybody always jumps to like the first person they talk to goes, hi, Rebecca. So like, don't do that. Let's not do Give that. them half hour. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Give them a couple of scenes <laughs> and then have somebody be like, listen, Sean. We always want people to be asking <laughs> questions about our characters. <laughs> and the easiest way to do that is to... Have them always ask what that, what's that, that guy's name? <laughs> it is also like just once or twice. Yeah. Like yeah. that I think any of the names are said. Yeah, I think it was literally like twenty something minutes in before we got a name of anybody. But yeah, our teacher guy is talking about well, he's clearly not keeping his class very riveted. Lord. He's no. like, Oh, I gotta pivot with some with some sexier <laughs> knowledge, yeah. I guess. Cause yeah. they're like he's losing the room. Yeah. And he's just like, Human evolution is neat. Like the human uh, genome uh, project. There's people like visibly nodding off in the class. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's probably because the room is dark. That's I'm right. Sure open the window. <laughs> a dude shows up. He cuts the lecture short. It's a friend of his. Don't know his name. Bowtie. Bowtie man. Uh, <laughs> they talk about the dude. Uh, we find out later this guy's name is Mohinder. Mohinder's dad was a researcher into human evolution, human genome product uh, project. Blah, blah, blah. All this is interesting stuff about where humanity can go from here. He's dead now. He died. He hasn't finished his research. His research is apparently very compelling. And Mohinder <laughs> heads to uh, his dad's place to, like, yeah. get his stuff. It's clearly, like, the apartment of someone who is not well and is, like, <laughs> mid-conspiracy theory <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But the apartment that he then took a residence in in New York has like all the exact same stuff. It's his it. dad's. Like, yeah, well, it's yeah. the exact same apartment. Well, I don't yeah. want to pay to check a bag of all of my conspiracy notes. Right. I'll just, you know, I'll go to the library. I'll just print off all my conspiracy notes there. I got them all on Google Drive. It's not a big deal. This guy's cloud computing in real life his own <laughs> conspiracy theory. He's like, I want to be able to access my conspiracy theory wherever I go. Every room I go into. <laughs> Mohinder picks up some stuff. Uh, yeah, there's this big map with some pins. His father was tracing some people around. There's another dude in this apartment, though. He, like, answers the phone. I don't understand how either of these people got into this place without noticing the other. I think the idea was that Mohinder was first. Sure. He's obviously stealing something. He's not supposed to be there. This yeah. other guy. Why didn't he, like, check to see if anybody was around? You're committing B&E. Like, it'd right. be nice if there right. were no witnesses. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't check the rooms first before taking a phone call. Very right. interesting. Yeah, 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 exactly. I check every bathroom stall before I take a dump at work. <laughs> like, I situationally aware. Opposite. Nobody's getting the drop on me. You got to know whether you can leave the door open or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, See, Mark gets it. <laughs> we cut to Las Vegas, the city that uh, never sleeps or something. Never works. <laughs> never works these days. That's what I'm reading in the headlines. Uh, the city that is certainly not going to have water soon, much like Phoenix and Tucson and uh, Reno. <laughs> that's a better joke. Uh, <laughs> is it Allie or Ali? Allie. Allie. Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Allie Larder. They're, uh, Looking great. That is a name I have not heard in a long time. Ah. And <laughs> I got to tell you, 
Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, after the first two scenes, I was like, this is going to be a long fucking <laughs> 53 minutes. And then seven minutes in, we hit this. And I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right, maybe. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> she didn't get cast as Shannon on Lost, so she, she landed this gig. She would have made such a good Shannon, though. Oh, for sure. Uh, she's a cam girl. She's a sex worker. We support sex workers here on this podcast. All, Hell yeah. All, all labor has dignity. Amen. I support them all the time. $39 a time. <laughs> I like that her like her her deal aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how long yeah. is 20 minutes? Not for for you? Yeah. Not for 40. Yeah. 30, no. 39.99. 39.99. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, the timer goes off. She's like she she's about to show him the cake, but then his, she, he, his time's up so he goes she goes over and types into the thing. Hey, more money. And he's like, "Come on." And she's like, "No." And he's like, "You Come bitch. On, baby." Um which is a kind of a you know, a little microcosm of what it's like to be a sex worker. Yeah, but typically when somebody pays me $40 to jerk off, I at least jerk <laughs> off a little, you know? like JP's personal. We are lost on lost at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, so she deals with the cheap customer. Uh, she hears some whispers. Yeah. She sees her own reflection in the mirror. Um, yeah, this confused the piss out of me. And, like, now understanding that she's got, like, a Dr. Jekyll, Mrs. Hyde thing going on, it's like... You need to make the reflection look more, different. More different. Right, because yeah. she just kind of has an apathetic look, and so does yeah. the reflection. I was like, well, I can't see yeah. them both at the same time, so I don't see that they're not matching up, really. So, like... Yeah, that was one of my biggest points of confusion throughout was Allie's... Turns out her name's Nikki. Allie's the whole thing. I think that's the only time, though. After that... The the, 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 the reflections become more... moving different. separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. I was staring into the middle distance. <laughs> right, yeah. You were elsewhere. I was in my mind palace. Don't come in. I'm cleaning my... <laughs> don't come in. I'm cleaning my mind palace. <laughs> I told you to knock before entering my mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a shirt. That's gonna be it. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Allie's got a child. Allie has a person working on their master's degree. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sort of. The child is attempting to act like he's working on a computer. He's really just holding a soldering iron. Correct. Yeah. Right. Like you're gonna like you're making a like a fucking what do you say? Was it a motherboard he's, or a, he logic said board? a logic board? The logic which I board don't on his know computer was shot. And that's a thing. Yeah, a logic board's a real thing, but I'm like, dude, you need like lasers to etch those. Like, I wonder if anybody in the show will have a cool power like laser eyes. It was it was a bit hacker man. <laughs> like it was kind of just like oh well I've got to hack into the mainframe. But of like a twelve year old, yeah. Yes, he yeah. grows up to be hacker man. Fuck yeah. The, the lost <laughs> connection here is that this little boy building this computer is rest, reminiscent of any construction project that Charlie is involved in on Lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's building something. Couldn't tell you what. <laughs> I'm just curious if at like some point that like the kid that plays her son suddenly was getting too pubescent, and they were like, "Oh, we gotta get rid of you uh, for a couple of seasons." I feel like. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, some characters, the show definitely has like a characters cast, that come in and out. Yeah, it is like cast turnover. It's like yeah. a, it's an ensemble in a very pure sense in that most of these characters on the show don't stick around the entire time. Yeah. But this show doesn't suffer from the problem Lost had in which every episode of Lost is roughly a day on the island. So three seasons into Lost, That's fair. three years between Walt David Kelly being cast and acting, he hasn't grown two years like this show although this pilot is supposed to be like at max two days right like at max 48 at max, hours like, I, yeah. I was thinking like 36 hours at the most and it can kind of because it goes from new york and texas they kind of just like and japan so like and japan have, yeah. 
So it's like all roughly the same time period. Anyway, Ali Larder being hot. Yep, she's got to get the kid to school. There's some dudes looking for her. They have to sneak out the back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's mm-hmm. kind of salty to her about her, her line of work. Kid, give your mom a break. She's a single mom just trying to make ends meet, you know? Yeah. Well, and especially when you find out that she had to donate 25000 just for him <laughs> to get into school. How bad are the public schools? You know what I mean? In Vegas? Right? She later says they didn't know what to do with him. The kid's probably some sort of fucking hacker man genius, right? I know. Like, that's the idea. But, like, what is we public school going to do? It'll be like, hey, hey, stop doing that. I noticed that you're, like, smart. Can you... Rain it in a little? Yeah. Can <laughs> you rain it in a little? Like, there's no way. He's probably fine. <laughs> For twenty five thousand, move to a place with better yeah, schools. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're a cam lady, cam woman. I know that's the actually you can do that anywhere. Actually, dating this show so much because in two thousand six, as a cam girl, yeah. you have to take out a loan from a loan shark just to get your kid into school. Now, yeah. being a cam girl could buy right. you seven Lamborghinis. Right, that and it's month. The, and it's yeah. the easiest thing <laughs> to start doing. You don't have to remotely do twenty minutes. You can do a one minute thing, and that'll yeah. just. That'll take That'll care pay of your, your month. Rent right there, yeah. yeah. I read a thing on Twitter how this woman was uh, taking secret pictures of her mom's feet and then <laughs> put them on Foot Finder, and then she sold all the foot pics of her mom and then, like, bought her mom a car. That's genius. And I love that. I've never wanted to kill myself more. <laughs> uh, speaking of killing herself, we cut ah, to Odessa, is- Texas. <laughs> Again, this is a place that's not established till a little bit later. We find out later this is Odessa, Texas. Hayden Panettiere is a cheerleader. Panettiere. Whatever. What do I know her from? Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing off the fucking call. <laughs> Anywho, she throws herself off of like an iron Some bridge. Sort of scaffolding. Yeah. At like a sm- abandoned smelting factory yeah, or it's something. Like 35 or 40 feet probably. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it, it doesn't cut is decent. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah, I feel sure. like for the time yeah. for 2000s cable tv at like 7 p.m yeah having just a girl just yeah. jumping off of a thing and then just like kind of not cutting and, and or you know alluding mm-hmm. to it was pretty like i feel like at the time we were like this is the edgiest show right yeah i've well, ever seen and i thought the effect for me it was like the only effect the visual effect that kind of worked yeah I was it's like, because oh, the yeah. entire thing has the that old footage the, the camcorder right camcorder the found, yeah. yeah so that really lets them they let it lets them hide that like the wound on her face disappearing yeah. that lets them hide that way better. Yeah, she. Uh, the thing that bothered Huge me was crush that, of mine, by the way. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. Really oh, her, it. not not the AV kid, not the past version um, of JP. Got it. <laughs> I was gonna say also, yeah, just like the past version of the three of us. No, <laughs> I mean I see a lot of myself in him, but yeah. no. Oh yeah. Um, the thing that bothered me was that uh, that fall distance probably wouldn't have killed her. It would have been just yeah pain. She would just lay she there in pain like, for like a lot of pain, a, like a few yeah, hours. Yeah, she been messed up. Yeah, but. and and like Mark said, we 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 just watched this like a couple hours ago. Mark said, had she been left alone there, yeah, maybe that would have killed her. But like she would have died on yeah. impact. Yeah, which is the right. worst way to do it. Right, slow and painful in, <laughs> in, in Odessa, Texas. Come on, <laughs> John Locke got thrown out of like a three hundred foot friggin' window, and he was he was totally fine. relatively fine. <laughs> oh, she says like this is the sixth time I've tried to kill myself. And it's really pissing me off that it's not working. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Cuts back to New York. Milo from whatever is, he he goes to talk to his brother and tells him that he has a dream about flying slash falling. His brother's running for office. His brother, we find out later, his name is Nathan. Um, we do not find out now. Makes a Roger Clinton reference, <laughs> which was 
For 2007, man? Yeah. It's actually kind of hard watching the two brothers act together because one is dramatically better than the other one, and that's not even really (laughs) saying that the actor who plays Nathan is absolutely just killing that either. It's just the bar is very low. The bar is very low. The bar, you you don't even need to fly over it. You can just (laughs) step over it. (laughs) But if you needed to fly over it... Um, <laughs> the dialogue is so bad. I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for in each scene because, like, I get it. Like, he's ah, he's a politician who only he's cares about his career. Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. obvious he's supposed to be the yeah, yeah, right. But your brother's coming in and telling you about his dream. Do you know how fucking annoying it is to have to listen to somebody else explain their dreams, right? Of how they're supposed to be special, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, imagine working for the last, like, 14 hours straight, no sleep, and then worrying about your mother stealing something to ruin the work hard work you've put in for the last decade of your life. And mm-hmm. then your brother comes right. in and goes, I think I can fly. I saw it in my dream. Yeah. Like, yeah. he'd Precisely. be like, go home. Yeah, get, get out, out of my, of my office. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole thing gave me black sheep vibes. Uh, fucking <laughs> Chris Farley and Tim Matheson. Yeah. yeah. You gotta fight for your right to vote. Oh yeah, kill white. <laughs> now, now whether this guy wants to take away women's rights or whether he wants <laughs> socialized healthcare, we don't know. I know you, he's a he's a villain purely because he's because he's a politician. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's a shitty one. Ten points back, eight days away from the like. You're bail. not making it. Yeah, Leave. you're not making yeah. it. Like, yeah, bow out. Time to start packing that shit yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, the Roger Clinton thing made me laugh pretty hard because I feel like the pe- the audience for this show isn't going to understand the Roger Clinton reference. That's the weirdest thing, which is so far the audience has actually kind of been people who just want to see Ali Larder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Hayden Panettiere. And Hayden yeah. yeah. Panettiere. Cut back to Claire. They're leaving the scaffolding. She, Nothing. Yeah. She wants yeah. the tape from him. Like, uh, And then this is where she says, I'll talk to you in front of people at school as like payment. Like that's how she's. Yeah. And yeah. That's kind of all that. He takes the tape and has, oh, her ribs are sticking out. Yeah. That was cool. I don't like the writing of her dialogue no. in this scene no. because it starts with, I'm so depressed. And then she proceeds to. Name a bunch of things that she's very stressed about that she cares a lot about, which you just don't have when you're depressed. Right. Then he says, like, why are you freaking out? You're still going to be popular. Like, just because you're immortal. Like, one, nobody's going to know you're immortal. And two, you're still going to be popular. And she says, I don't care about being popular. Big big stressor you have coming up is homecoming. I feel like you care care a little quite bit. a bit you're on the right. cheerleading squad right, right. Yeah. like yeah. she's just they're, like they're trying to paint her as this very like texas blonde upper middle class girl that's like a cheerleader and everything but then also she's like the girl that's not like the rest of the girls right. that's into that is into more important stuff she can't be both they kind of want to yeah. make her into amy smart from varsity blues and not oh. Allie larder from varsity blues <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're just not they're not getting there. Um, <sighs> this is where we cut to Hero for the first time. His name is Hero. Yeah, Hero yeah. from Heroes. <laughs> Which is actually he's actually one of my favorite, one of my preferred characters in sure. the show. Yeah, he's great. His name is Hero. That, and yeah. that, that was what I said. I was like, it's a little racist. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> a lot of the stuff about the Japanese section of the show is pretty racist. This is very lazy. Yeah, yeah, lazy. Which is because it's it's technically accurate. Like him saying we're Japanese. So you yeah. can't be different. It's yeah. like I get the convert, like conforming to a culture is a little bit bigger in Japanese. But you could have said that in a way that it wasn't. We are Japanese. We are Japanese. We don't. Ch- we're Do not, not special. Yeah. Which is like we're not horrifically yeah. written. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. There are so many Japanese names. Why name him Hero? Hero. Uh, his buddy is watching Ali Larder. He's he's the yeah yeah. There's a lot of weird connections between all these people that are not related at yeah. all. 
he might not be Huggers69, the cheap guy from the beginning, but... Is that what the screen name was? Huggers69. Huggers69. That's my fucking screen name. What the fuck? Do you spell it with two Zs? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, He can stop time, I guess. (laughs) And also teleport. Like Those are two separate abilities, but apparently he can do both. He freezes like one second of time for like a second of time. Yeah. And then in the same episode later, his next like feat of being able to use his powers of just being able to freeze time for one second is he teleports across the world. No, he goes into the ladies' bathroom. Oh, that's true. He does do that first. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. The rate at which he gets a handle on his powers is very, is very pretty it, rapid. It's a, it's yeah, a pretty steep slope. Well, and there's there's something about like in Mystery Men when the, the Invisible Boy <laughs> yeah. is like, I can't even see myself invisible. But when you're invisible, you can feel it. You right. know, like, okay, all right. He was able to freeze one second. He's like, I know I can do this more. I just need to figure it out. Right. But how freezing time means I can also teleport. I don't yeah, know. right. That jump also made me. So, like, when he was talking about freezing time, and then when he, when they're at the club, and they're like, I'm going to go into the bathroom. Yeah. I, I assume that means he stopped time and then walked and into walked the, bathroom. In the bathroom. Right. That's not what he's, he's literally teleporting. Right. Because he right. didn't stop time and then go to America. No, he didn't stop time. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. From there, we cut back to Vegas. Uh, Mike is getting kicked out of a private school that she had to bribe the principal to let them in. And we were, both Mark and I were confused as to why this happened and it finally dawned on us. He's getting kicked out because she's a stripper. That's why. Yeah. Right. I had no idea what any of these people's powers were. So I was hoping that she had super strength and she was just going to like throw him through a wall when she just grabbed him by the his tie. goddamn head off. Yeah, that's like, what I was hoping was going to happen. Uh, she's not that desperate though because as she kind of grabs his tie, but he does say something about an extension. Mm-hmm. He says, well, you're not going to get that money back. But if you want to do some kind of extension on what you owe and then she grabs his tie and goes listen motherfucker but like if you're pretty desperate you'd be like what were you about to say yeah wait we said something about extension. he said i could have some, some more time let's yeah. go ahead and do that yeah well i think i think he's probably alluding to sexual favors i don't know he seems to be the only person who's not alluding to sexual favors with ali larder's character <laughs> he was because she kind of she's sitting in the office initially with her hoodie kind of exposing her shoulders mm. and she says my son and i are both willing to work very hard and he says, no. And she's just like, okay. And then she fixes her hoodie back up yeah. and she's just like, okay, so like, what? what's so, the problem? Yeah. If you're not trying to fuck, what are we actually yeah, doing Yeah, she's here? like, so like, then what are we doing here? And he's yeah. just essentially kind of just like, I'm kicking I'm your kidding, son yeah. out. <laughs> you're making all the other moms very, very jealous. <laughs> very jealous. <laughs> the dads are leaving them. It's yeah. atrocious. It's chaos. <laughs> chaos. This, this private school is falling apart at the seams, all because of your super hotness. Um, come back to Peter and Nathan are visiting mom. Mom got caught yeah. shoplifting. Again, I don't know who to root for in this scene. Why did why did you steal something? She's like, I just had to feel something again, you know? Yeah. And, like, and it's like, dad died six months ago. Get over it. And it's just like, wait, I was on your side until you're just like yeah, telling then. somebody how to grieve and uh. but she also didn't she never really got mad at her son though like she never right she didn't ever clap back at him she just let him be upset which of course he's gonna do and then she's like i'm gonna keep the other son around me peter might be telepathic maybe <laughs> is the sort of the vibe we're getting like he thinks he can fly he has dreams he heard his brother get hurt yeah sort of just for me muddying the water as to what's actually going on with yet another person to introduce like this many characters and all of them having a different power and kind of not and like as the viewer trying to like be like keep track of all these characters and all these different powers that they have 
to have three different characters that are like introducing Unsure. multiple yeah. powers yeah is yeah. pretty wild to do agreed i can set things on fire with my mind and i've got three ping pong balls up my ass <laughs> i could i could always hit the three ping pong balls up my yeah, ass it's like but i it's don't just... think that first one's a superpower there champ but let's hear more about that second one <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to pay upwards of $39 for 20 minutes of your time. <laughs> Boy, um, the, the mom, the last thing she does, I thought she slapped him she across did. the face. Yeah, but she very like, gently. But it's just kind of like a... It had no intention behind it. I didn't understand what the slap was supposed to convey. Yeah, was this it. like a like a oh like a you know like a pat on the cheek kind of thing like a oh you you yeah or was it like a, I am angry with you but I don't want to hurt you? The it's kind of like a, and we stop can't being fake silly. It. It didn't make yeah, but it was. I just didn't understand the intention. But yeah, she absolutely slapped him. Cut back to Allie. Uh, she brings Micah to a friend. This is the the scene in which I think Allie is the only person in this sh- show who does it. Does an actual genuinely good job in, yeah. of acting, and that's just her performance in this in this scene where she's talking to yes. what is assumed her friend. We, we assume have no it's clue her friend, yeah. who it is. I thought it was like sister. I got it could sister be her sister. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. We I was thinking sister or maybe mom. I was hoping sister or friend because the age difference. Was Again, it. it seems like the writers didn't want to be those kind of writers that just like said everything to you right as you, like right. right as it shows characters for yeah. the first time. You're like, this is the sister named Ashley. Like right. so that it doesn't do that. So then they go the other way, and you're just like, who was that? Because the that easiest thing is as, as as the cars pulling up. Micah, the child, goes, why are we at Aunt Sally's house? And then she says, she's going to watch you for a little bit while I go do a thing. Then all of a sudden, we find out that person's name and their relationship. Boom. But then the writers don't, yeah, the writers don't want to do that because they're trying to do yeah, something. Right. Be mysterious? Well, they're fucking nailing it. <laughs> they're nailing it. The thing that happens here that fucking just pisses me off, the woman who opens the door, she does a really nice job. You know, she's like, well, how long this time? You know, like a eh, cu- couple hours. And then she tries to pivot quickly to the kid and be like, hey, there's ice cream in the fridge, you know? And the kid does the like young Sheldon thing where he rolls his eyes like he's an adult trapped in a child's <laughs> body. I'm like, yeah, he has super intellect. Most children that have super intellect still just act like children though. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. They're still like, as excited about ice cream as a regular child that right. age. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm 36. If somebody walked in here right now with ice cream, I'd be fucking elated. They're not like I'm too smart to enjoy ice cream. Be like, oh Rocky Road. How prosaic. <laughs> so the next scene is there's a fire, a train derail fire yeah. thing. There's people trapped. She saves a guy, runs off. I was distracted by the fact that the firefighters weren't ter- wearing their turnout gear correctly. <laughs> that was the thing that I was bothered by. <laughs> they they do the thing where we know that she's got like super strength and she can heal and all this stuff. She's able to run in to the burning car. She yeah. uh, saves this guy who was trapped in there. Apparently, the smoke inhalation. She's immune to that as well. Yep. I guess I was I was upset at first that like you know not that I want to see someone running around naked, but like you know it's the Superman. Like why don't the clothes get damaged? Sort of thing. They keep the blood on her though. I've noticed that. Like she just like has blood on her cheerleader outfit. Yeah. Like, the whole time they do put some fire on Claire as she's coming right. out of the thing, but like they make it look like the firefighter put her out really quickly so that yeah her outfit continues to be undamaged. It's like mm, okay. right. If it were so hot that it would like evaporated all of her clothes, like. There's no way the guy would have survived. Right. Yeah. So I suppose it's hot, but it's not that hot. Like he's he's going to die of smoke inhalation before the flames get to him. Yeah, because obviously he like fully was able to run out. Right. Because she's not going to just carry him out of there. 
Well, maybe she's got that super strength. She might I don't have know. super strength. She, that, I mean, yeah, cheerleader's got fucking strength to him, dude. I mean, she's a flyer though. She's not a base. Like, oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so the fire. She saves the guy. Scotty's coming. Scotty, yeah, Scotty the firefighter. Uh, we cut back to New York. Uh, Mohinder has arrived at his other. <laughs> conspiracy apartment and definitely not the same set right. as his dad's apartment with a different window right <laughs> uh it, it's it appears to have also been ransacked maybe whoever got to mohinder's dad's a place in where wherever the uh university of madras is uh, also must have gotten here but mohinder starts putting his research his he's gonna pick up dad's research from where he left off and, and get to get to going um as he's picking through the wreckage he finds a tape it says yeah. Siler on it. S Y L A R. Cut over to Isaac. Um, Isaac is the woman from the beginning. Yeah, my face blindness was kicking in, dude. I couldn't tell if that was her or not. It took me a second too. I thought we were talking about the mass amount of just white guys with dark hair. That's true because I didn't. <laughs> I think the main cast of this show. <laughs> and because the scene was so poorly lit, I thought that this was Zachary Quinto, and I thought that this was going to be Siler. But yeah. it's not. It's a dude named Isaac. There's more too that aren't even introduced in the pilot yeah there's like three more like late 20s early 30s white just dark hair guys dark hair guys with scruff yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just getting started <laughs> he's a painter and a heroin addict or something some, some kind of addict. some some yeah. sort of addict he's freaking out he's pe- painting premonitions of accidents and stuff and he's like i gotta get back on the horse because yeah <laughs> if everything's too weird it was yeah when i'm when i'm on drugs i'm way less creative and then i don't see all this horrific shit and i have to paint it right they really skim his um introduction to his character yeah it's just like the a other rock people, skipping over of... a pond with this dude he's yeah like, like heroin. Yeah. The scene's really more about her yeah. than yeah. him. Uh, but yeah, but then she says something like, "No, you can't go cold turkey." <laughs> yeah, like, you absolutely can. Let you, me help you. Can you can and you should. Yeah, you absolutely you should. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, but more importantly, every male in this girl's life is a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> every single one she knows. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this about white men. Uh, We're all superheroes. <laughs> We're all special and more we special than special. other people. Is Richard Roundtree a superhero? Do you know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. The comatose dad? Is he, su- he, he is. His super his superhero power is waking up from a coma? Here's, here's the deal. He's in three episodes of this show. One is in a flashback and they learn that he does have some sort of like telekinetic powers or something like that. Okay. They never address when he actually dies. Nice. According Sick. to uh, Heroespedia or whatever. Sure. They ne- they're just like, yeah, he dies at some point. Like, off screen. Awesome. That's so <laughs> cool. That's really awesome and cool. It'd be cool to have the superpower of waking up from your coma and knowing everything that happened while you were in the coma and be like, you just hit on my daughter right in front of me. Right in front of me. Yeah. Just- right in front of me. What is that, man? I'm going to throw you out this window. Ah, <laughs> son of a bitch. We got to Peter talk- talking to his brother again. Seems to happen a lot. Yeah. About... About Just getting a job, problems, or like whatever, and like grief, the mother, and whatever. Um, it doesn't last. That's just kind of where it starts off. Uh, the point is uh, reinforced here that they don't get along. Whatever he gets into yeah. Mo Hinder's cab. Mo uh, Hinder is uh, he had to tell his super that he had a job. He's going to drive a cab to get the apartment in the same day. Happens like that. And then they have, and then this is the, where they have a discussion about how Peter feels special, and Mohinder kind of humors him a little bit, but he's not having it. I like the fact that Mohinder does not realize that Peter is probably one of the people he's looking for. Sure, it's it's, it's good because like it would be really cliche and trite and dumb if he was like, 
I saw a picture of this generic white man in my <laughs> father's apartment. I think you are telepathic or whatever. Wait, you were, you were a long sleeve thermal un- <laughs> underneath a t-shirt? You're just the man I've been looking for. <laughs> Quick, tell me about your dreams. This is where we have our classic mid-2000s music montage. Oh, yeah. I thought this was the end of the episode. It usually is. It usually is. It usually is. Um, it but, definitely is with Scrubs. Yep. Because it was at the 30-minute mark, too. It was at the 30-minute right, mark. Right, yeah. It started, it started going, and we were like, is it over? I was like, no way. There's got to be more, and yeah, there's 20 minutes left in the episode. I got real sad. <laughs> but yeah, the fucking eclipse happens, and I was like, oh, is the eclipse going to be like when everybody fucking activates? Right. Or Some like, sort of catalyst for action? It is unrelated, I, I think. Seems to be. Seems to be. It's the logo for the show, and it's unrelated. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Neat. Neat. This is really good writing, guys. This is a this is a not bad song, though. Yeah, song. It's the, the type of music that I like a lot. So I was like, all right, cool. Come back to Nikki. Uh, she goes to her house to get some things or whatever. Yeah. And then some the thugs that she owes money to uh, are there to um, get, bamboozle uh, and sexually assault her. Oh, that too. <laughs> So that's neat. Uh, cut back to Hero. Uh, him and his buddy are going out for a drink. He was trying to explain to his friend why he's special, and his friend's very, like, dismissive. Throughout this entire thing, on the escalator, on the subway, uh, at the karaoke joint, which is fine. I mean, Hero's trying to explain something to him that's very far-fetched, so... Yeah, I and to be it. fair, Adam, every time you offer up a personal fact about yourself to me, I tune out. So, sure, and it doesn't you know, even necessarily have to be interesting shit or, or like fantastic <laughs> stuff. Like if I like if I told you that I could fly, you would have the same reaction to it as if I told you I was like, oh, uh, I got a flat uh, the other day. <laughs> You'd be like, uh huh, yeah. You'd be like, I'm gonna jump off this building. I'd be like, do a flip. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is the part where we also get a, a hero and his buddy are kind of uh, skeezy because his buddy's like, hey, why don't you teleport into the ladies' bathroom and check out? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, we should, we should not we should not do that, either of you guys. Yeah. That You shouldn't have that idea, and then hero, you shouldn't have... Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have followed through on yeah, that. Yeah, you shouldn't have said, like, fuck yeah, I will, can. Because he says something about, like, you'll learn something, or... You, you might not learn anything about your purpose, but you might learn a little something about life, as though this grown man has probably never seen a Never naked, seen a naked, naked lady. Right. I guess not. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe he hasn't. He does like Star Trek. I like Star Trek, and I didn't see a naked woman until I was 35. Um, 30? What? <laughs> <laughs> The not standard age. <laughs> Anyways, I'm 30. I can't wait. <laughs> so close. We cut back to Nikki. Um, <laughs> yeah, she killed them dudes dead. It's the Barry Bazinath. Not again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. But like, I, I, we we don't see like any transformation. Right. We don't like. <laughs> Is they're no. just bloody corpses, right? Like, and then we get the the her, she sees her face in the broken mirror, and so we get this idea that yeah, it's some sort of Jekyll and Hyde, She Hulk type of thing. She's probably just on her period. <laughs> Boy, this is why this is why people tune into the podcast for these <laughs> these very the thought provoking jokes. Uh, we're trying to make hay here. Um, <laughs> cut back to New York. Peter gets a call uh when he's in the cab he gets out of mohinder's cab he's getting a call from the lady of the isaac's boyfriend girl uh, yeah. isaac's girlfriend he's like i gotta get out and go deal with this unrequited crush that i have behind him jack coleman from dynasty gets in <laughs> oh my 
yeah. He's like, I got to go to JFK. Uh, I have to be in Odessa, Texas shortly. So get me to the airport. I know who way, you are. A way more than I yeah, should about this cab driver and yeah. and your dead father. And, uh, and he just just dumps it. Yeah. So Mohinder just yeah, dumps Mohinder's it. Yeah, like, this weirds me out. He drives me to the parking lot and bails. Which, that's the end of that scene. Don't run away. You've got him hostage in the back of your cab. Like, <laughs> like, and that cab is worth so much also fucking just, money in New York. Oh, yeah. A medallion to the New medallion? York cab? Come on. Oh, my God. Don't yeah, what are they like? $300,000 from a medallion, medallion or Yeah, like... Not only that, but it's weird that he assumed it was something negative. Yeah, this guy could have just been like, your father was a peer of mine. I'd never met him, but I've read well, him. Hinder had this previous knowledge that there are evildoers yeah. that want to stop your father and want to stop you. Well, didn't he say that his father thought someone was following Yeah, his him? father was paranoid or whatever. We cut to Claire, dinner with her brother and her mom. Mom is yeah, right. worrying about show dogs. The brother is really annoying. The mom should have been Melissa Leo. They probably couldn't get, they couldn't get her, but <laughs> if the mom was Melissa Leo, this would be way better. It, again, the mom, like you're supposed to be, oh, she's so dismissive. Because she's just paying attention to this weird little dog. Mm. But then, like, she does keep asking, like, how's your day? Let's talk. Yeah. Like, what's new? Yeah. Like, what, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, she's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But, like, she's making an effort to be involved. I don't in know how shit. I'm supposed to feel about her. Because yeah. later on, too, she's like, listen, I want to be your mom. I, I wish we were closer. She's, but- she's actually great. Yeah. She's actually just yeah. like Claire in terms of, like, they wanted to combine, like, four different characters into... One. One. Yeah. And kind of an attempt to make them three-dimensional, but they're not. You just kind of don't grasp who they are as people. Right. right. Yeah. There's too many of too many different things going on. Yep. Yeah. Claire sort of like offhandedly confesses about the fire thing and her mom takes it as metaphor, but she is being literal. She walks through a fire. Come back to Japan. Hero is getting dragged out of the women's restroom as well he should. Rightfully so. Um, throw him out in the streets. His friend doesn't see him do it though. So like as far as his friend is concerned, Hero could have just like snuck into the ladies' bathroom, right? right? Um, but then the, this is where they have their argument about conforming, about wanting to be more than just, more than just, I want to be more than just Japanese. Yeah. We are only Japanese. Japanese. Lazy. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. White people trying to show white people what Japanese people are like in their culture. Right. Having read a Wikipedia article about yeah. <laughs> Come back to Peter. Um, he goes to the comatose father's thing to tell the lady that he wants to quit and he's got to stop living for other people and put himself first for the first time. Like he's try- trying to take both his mother's and brother's advice to heart. I don't get that whole scene. What does he have to come? There's, he's not living for any other people at all. Right. What was he going to go do? Like, right. if he if he wasn't in the situation in which he had to save this person's life right now, and he just came over and said, I have to start living for other people. It's like, that what can, is, that what can is wait that? a couple hours while we go save this ODing man. Well, just, what does he even mean? What was he even going to go do? He was yeah. going to, like... I, yeah, like, what what was the next step? What life was start? he living that was yes. so false? <laughs> we don't, we, I don't know. We don't, they don't tell it. Like everyone's talking shit. Like being a hospice nurse doesn't require a lot of skill. And, right. and like he's wasting education. his fucking time. Yeah. Like, also, I think they make fucking bank. <laughs> it's an important thing that he's doing and it's selfless. And everybody around him is like, stop being so selfless. You should be more selfish. And so he says, I'm going to stop living for other people. And I'm going to do that. And he, I'm just going to go be <laughs> like a monk. Somewhere like I, I don't really know. He that's the thing is that he doesn't know. He doesn't know what that means. What what he wants to do is I gotta stop being so good to people around me. Yeah, I have to stop being such a good person. I have to go be somebody special. What that means, I don't know. Don't know. 
but I guess but I, I maybe the assume journey. it's a walk through the Himalayas at yeah. least. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that's the plot to fucking eat, pray, love. <laughs> Fuck that movie. She's like, I can't listen to you try to quit right now. My boyfriend is ODing. Come with me. You yeah. know how to administer a needle, right, or medicine. He probably needs medicine. You know all those anti-OD drugs that <laughs> hospice nurses fucking carry around. Yeah. Bring bring your drug bag. Yeah, exactly. And then they get there. And he's just like, call nine one one. That's normal. what we need to do here. Yeah. yeah. Until then, yeah. just sit with him because we're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it turns out you're right. He does need help. He does need help. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you seeked a medical professional for this. This The next scene is Claire uh, putting her hand in the garbage disposal. Yeah. And Which she ah. very silently takes, by the way. Like, she just goes like, ah. I could, I literally Dude, could not watch that. That was, Dang, that would have hurt. That, that t- terrifies me. I mean, it's like no person on this planet could just not make a sound. Right. And then just turn around and be like, oh, hi, mom. Sorry, what were you talking yeah. about? While your hand slowly reforms itself. Yeah. yeah. The practical effect was really cool, though. Actually, I like the hand. It was pretty well done. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. But, like, yeah, this is more mom trying to, like, build a bridge. Like, I know. Great like, mom. Yeah. And and she's, and she's and, and Hayden's not necessarily that unreceptive to it. She's just like, there's a bigger thing underneath the surface here, and we yes. discover what it is. At the right. End. She's like, yeah. I am old enough to know who my birth parents are. It's like, oh, okay, she's adopted. Everything's weird because of the adopt. Like, the, your relationship is strange because of that, and it hasn't been dealt with. Okay, cool. Cool. Megan, we've been married for many years and I love you very much and I think it's time that we have a child and also I'm a centaur. <laughs> like it's it's given with that level of like uh we're just gonna tack this on to the end of a sentence. Yeah. What? <laughs> then dad comes home. Oh yeah, and it's the guy from the cab. Ah. <laughs> I, that that was kind of cool. I, I dig that. Like, oh, here's some here's some weird connection. Because of the timeline problem that this episode has, I was like, how did he get from New York to Texas so yes, quickly and then, that's the yeah and they could have made that's the what really makes it off because uh, like, it's that just him coming home in that same in that scene. scene in that scene if they would have just yeah like I don't know they again you could have written that a little bit more cleanly also imagine writing a scene that is at the top of the scene she's gonna shove her hand into a garbage disposal yeah. she's gonna turn around and then say mom I know I'm adopted I want to meet my parents the mom has to go <laughs> okay and then the that's not the twist. Neither of those are the twist. And then, <laughs> the twist and then, is that the villain of the show then walks in and says, hello, son, hello. daughter. <laughs> hello, family. Hello, daddy. I, I've missed you, yeah. so. Uh, so then we come back to Hero. This is where Hero's on the yeah. subway. Uh, yeah, and he's under the clock. The clock shows like 11.49. Then it starts to roll forward really quickly. And then it stops at 1 o'clock. And then he is in Times Square. Neat. Uh, Hero can control time and teleport. He has two powers, I guess. Cool. Good to know. Good to know going forward. I'm sure that will be important. Cut back to New York, or I guess we're in New York. Yeah. yeah. Peter sees Isaac overdosing, so he helps him. Call Yeah, call 911. Everything's going to be fine. But then, so she does all the work after he's like, yeah, that dude's dying. He literally just gives advice. <laughs> and, then, and then he wanders off because yeah. he gets distracted by one of Isaac's paintings. And one of Isaac's paintings is a very comic book-like drawing of Peter flying yeah. off of a building. He sees it. In he sees it. There is a man dying of right. an overdose, like three feet behind him. Yeah, but there was a guy dying in the room in the first scene, and he couldn't really focus on that either. <laughs> yeah, well, he was a little booty blind in the first scene. But he's more selfish than his brother. Certainly seems that way. Brother's just into politics, and he's selfish in that I can't think of anything other than that fact that I am 
better than the rest Having of you. I don't know how fun, I'm better than the rest of you, but, but I, I am but more I'm special like, yeah, yeah. than everybody else in this room. Yeah. It is weird. It is strange and muddy characterization. But yeah, so like then this continues on to Peter calls Nathan and has a meet him <laughs> in an alley and uh, then he throws a, his wall or his phone at him. From the top, yeah. of, from the top, top of the building, and Nathan's like, "Lucky it wasn't a Nokia; would have made a fucking impact crater." <laughs> uh, and this is the point at which I said, "Do a flip." <laughs> but yeah, like he's gonna be like, "Hey, you don't believe me, so I'm gonna prove it to you. I can fly." And he jumps off the building. Which, by the way, if he does do it successfully, land and then go like, "See, I can fly." Yeah, no more phone. Phone's broken. <laughs> Gotta go get a new phone. <laughs> Gotta go get a new yeah. phone. <laughs> Just, which is like so crazy. The brother would have been like, "That's really magical of you." I'm not paying for a new yeah, phone. You do for not you. have to. You do yeah, I'm about to say, hundred bucks says his brother paid for the phone and the <laughs> right. phone bill. Yeah, you can fly. That's awesome. Why don't you fly us over to the fucking T-Mobile <laughs> store, you fucking dork? Um, it turns out <laughs> Peter probably can't fly. No, Peter's probably telepathic or something like that. He has premonitions, visions, whatever, because he is saved from falling to his death mm-hmm. by his brother. His brother Nathan, the politician, can fly. Yeah. This is what he wow. was having a premonition of, thinking yeah. he could fly because his brother's flying with him. Right. Yeah. He probably was having a dream of falling off the building and the flying part. Well, yeah. Yeah. And this effect of them flying is pretty god awful. Yeah. It is rough. So this is the end of the episode. Let's just say right o- right away, did we like it? Was it good? And then we'll all talk about why we didn't like it. Uh, Mark, <laughs> did you like it? Was it good? Um, Would you watch episode two? I think Lost Crawls so that this show could a little bit more standing up so that sure. prestige show television today can do what it does. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, JP. Uh, that's a no for me, big dog. Yeah. I did oh, yeah, not but like sorry, it. no was the answer. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll fucking watch Bad Lost over this shit sure. fucking any day of the week. I can see what they're trying to do, and I'm sure it gets better, but this pilot, compared to the pilot of Lost, do pilot of Lost, I am on the edge of my seat every time we watch that plane crash. Correct. Adam? Yeah, I think that's got to be a big pass, a rue for me too. Um, <laughs> the thing about it is, is that it, it made me like blondes when I was eleven. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> if I'm watching this in 2007, I, I absolutely come back for episode two. If I watch yeah. this the day it premieres, I absolutely come mm-hmm. back to watch episode two. Now here in 2023, there's yeah, like you said, JP, I can see what they want to do. There's already stuff doing it better. I'll just go yeah. watch that instead. So why why was it bad? I, my first complaint is the establishment of the characters, period. But then, like in extension, not not clearly establishing their powers, not clearly establishing some more of the relationships, and not clearly characterizing to me who these people are as characters. It was just it was too muddy, and the, yeah, there's just too much stuff, too many people introduced. And we didn't get enough about any of them. That's my right. big, my biggest problem with it. So and like a, a cast that size, it's hard to get all of them into the pilot just to tell you how, like who they are and what kind of lives they live. Let alone also yeah start to show their powers. Let alone also show that some of them have more than one power. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a lot. Imagine that the pilot of Lost is nothing but Sydney Airport. Yeah, and what yeah. Jack and. Kate and Sawyer and Locke were all doing at the airport before the crash. That's what this feels like. I kept waiting for right. the the catalyst. Well, that's actually the show. 
That's what the show is. The show the is show waiting for is, a catalyst. Yes. They kind of allude to it right there. So like what they did towards the end where Isaac in his OD, yeah. very kind of like nonchalantly whispers, you have, we got to stop this or whatever it is. We have to, we have to stop it. Oh, and it. there's the picture of it's the- It's a picture of like a nuclear explosion. Yeah, that's right. That is the cataclysmic event that will be looming for the, the entire show. There were so many paintings and so many like premonition things rather than freak out because like there was a- painting of the eclipse that he covered up and a painting of something else or whatever he's freaking out right he explains the burning bus one and how the license plate's the same mm-hmm. go into the other part of the studio and it's every a painting of every major city sure we see the eiffel tower yeah. we see rome yeah we see fucking all these landmarks that you know and they all have explosions happening. Sure. Because the one, I'm like, all right, well, fucking, all right, well, yeah, cool. The bombs <laughs> over Baghdad, love it. But like, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, that that is a catalyst. But like, I don't fucking care. Right. That's all we know about that dude, Isaac. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. It is a rock skipped over a pond with that guy. Yeah. Imagine the pilot being that guy, realizing that he's painting the future. Right. That could have been a whole. Yeah. You could have a whole show just about him. Yeah. And and here's <laughs> here's sort of an interesting thing about that. I kept thinking this to myself uh, uh, as we were watching this. Um, I was like, man, a lot of this stuff seems familiar. And Mark, you had already sort of nailed it. Um, that it's the same scene. It's nine the same times. scene nine that's, times. That's that's one thing that made me feel like I recognize it. But the other thing that I realized was. Each one of these characters is very easily something that they did an entire episode on in Fringe. Matter of fact, the guy who paints premonitions, there's an episode of Fringe in which a guy has premonitions and he paints them or he sculpts them. He sees flashes and he like he literally can't proceed with his day unless he gets it out. He's not even necessarily an artist. And I'm pretty sure that's with Zach Orth. And that episode of Fringe is fucking awesome. And that's kind of what fringe is fringe is the fringe science unit going and finding people like this and it's so to me i was almost thinking to myself i was like heroes yeah sort of stumble crawled so that fringe could run sure but the x-files ran so that fringe could sort of stumble run <laughs> yeah so i don't know yeah because it's not like fringe is the most uh original thing ever but like yeah i remember thinking i was thinking so i was like man this makes me want to watch fringe because i think fringe is a show that does what this is trying to do better if I can just slightly expand on my night, it's the yeah, same scene. Go for it. Absolutely. The structure in which to which they, they're trying to show you who a character is and what they have going on and sometimes yeah. what their power is. Um, they have two characters and it's always two and it's A and B and A is going to be the main character of the show or one of the main characters of the show. And so A has the superpower. Mm-hmm. B is trying to get them to stop doing what they're doing. Sure. So it starts with Mohinder or I don't know, I don't know exactly where it says, but Mohinder has his friend. Yep. Peter has his brother. Yep. Claire has the nerdy AV kid. kid. Yep. Allie has his her son, or I guess more later, the better scene for it is her talking to her friend. Her friend, yeah. The yeah, the other lady. Yep. It's the same scene over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really is. It's Isaac and his girlfriend. And his girl, yep. Yeah. It's just the same scene where the the main character has something going on that they need to, they're trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And then they have a friend. It's essentially just shoving the information at the viewer by saying it to the main character. The main character will be like, I have to go do this. And they'll be like, no, Frank, you can't do that. Your dad did that. And you're going to follow in his footsteps. And then, so you're like, now I know a lot more about this character now. And it's just that kind of on repeat for 45 minutes. Yeah. And that's why when you're, doing screenwriting it's important to like all right i got my script done now i have to do the subtext work yeah and you so that like first of all you figure out 
all right, but what is this really about? But then also you see when you break down, all right, what is this scene at its core? And then when you see, oh, shit, I did the same thing yeah. nine <laughs> fucking times. Oops. Right. Yep. Maybe I should have somebody do something a little bit different. Yeah. If from my understanding, they it's not just the same scene nine times because I think we said this at the top of the show. This is like a real ensemble show where most characters don't stick around for the entire run of the show. Mm-hmm. People are introduced later. People are introduced. You know, they leave. They come in. We haven't met most of the characters that go on to be important yeah. in the show. And every time they come in, if they introduce them like this... I can understand why this show had such a fall off as far as its popularity. <laughs> that and Heroes was one of the shows that was affected by the 2007 WJ writer strike. I think they had an extended hiatus so that when they came back from the from the break from the strike, they had to do like a lot of repair work as far as people's memories and stuff like that. So, sure, um, sure. I think f- from what I can tell, I think the fucking the cart was already detached from the horse before the strike was yeah. coming. Yeah, because so, if you if you kind of I don't know whether it was or not, but if you guess that this show was pitched in the standard way that shows were pitched back in the '90s and 2000s, is that this pilot was written and given to somebody, and then the rest of the season one was written separately. Right. With a bigger team, probably. Yeah. There's a list on the Wikipedia page of uh, important characters and their uh, abilities, which is kind of neat. I would much just rather read a book about the X-Men. <laughs> well, and that, yeah, and, and, that, and that's sort of the flavor, too, of the show. The show tried to be like a comic book, but yeah. television is an inherently different medium than comic books. Some of the stuff they tried to do in there was visually kind of interesting, like the positioning of Hero and his friends' subtitles um, when they were speaking to each other. I liked how they did that, yeah. Yeah, visually they were creating style, but they will never be able to completely mimic the feeling of a comic book by watching a TV show. I mean, the closest they've ever come that I've ever seen anyway was probably Into the Spider-Verse. That felt kind of like watching a comic book. Even even something like... um, Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, very yeah, cool. But I that, love Scott Pilgrim. that, yeah, I love, and that's a, yeah, that that gets pretty close to mimicking sort of a, a comic book style. Um, yeah, uh, Sin City, that was the one I was searching for. Yeah, these yeah. do a very good job of creating a very very specific style. And this show, yeah. at times, very much just feels like a standard broadcast television show, and then they occasionally put a little bit of comic book flavor in it. And yeah. it's like, don't dip your toes. Go ahead and lean in, and that'll right, that'll make right. that'll make something really interesting. So, uh, Mark, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy yes. schedule to you know watch Heroes here. with us. Um, we'll, we'll have you on for a much better and more fun episode of Lost on Lost soon. Any plugs? Uh, yeah, I got them last year. Yeah, they look yeah. good. Thanks, man. Is that why you had to go to Turkey for that week and a half? Mm-hmm. Jesus. It was, you should have seen me and everybody else with bandages on their heads <laughs> on the plane. I thought it was your back hair. Anyways. Uh, well, that's where they took it. Right. From. No, I thought that's where they put it. Oh, you got pl- you got hair plugs in your back. You know what? <laughs> I could definitely convince somebody of that. <laughs> uh, uh, JP, what are we watching next time here on the? Oh man, I'm actually lo- pretty here excited. Here on Lost for on this. Lost, the Lost Effect. Yeah, on Lost on Lost, the Lost Effect. If you want to be lost on the Lost Effect with us, we're going to be watching uh, season one, episode one of Fringe, just titled Ooh. Pilot. Pilot, yeah. Mm. Classic. Um, yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm very excited to talk about Fringe too. Fringe. Uh, yeah. Fringe does rip. Yeah. Uh, Adam Haas will be coming back. Uh, that's one of his favorite shows. Yeah. And, uh, we'll be chatting with him about a little bit of Fringe. A little. Uh, little Pacey. 
Cool. A little bit of John Noble. Yeah, that guy. From, yeah. uh, from, yeah. <laughs> He's so fucking good. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of Lost on Lost, the Lost Effect. I'm Adam. I'm JP. Do you have any idea why we're not t- talking about Lost and spending our time watching Heroes? <laughs> nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,